Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Leg out. Yellow model cheat. Yellow bottle sipping. Yellow Lamborghini. Yellow top missing. Yeah, yeah. That shit look like a toupee. I get what you get in 10 years, in two days. Ladies love me. I'm on my cool J. If you get what I get, what would you say? She wax it all off. Mr. Miyagi. And them suicide doors, Ari Kari. Look at me now, look at me now, oh. I'm getting paper. Look at me now, oh. Look at me now, yeah. Fresh Hello out there, all of you tiffers, you, ta- you tappers, you, you tiffs. <laughs> Sorry, I have no idea what's going on. Uh, welcome into the week 14 waivers and stream show. As we head into this, we obviously have three games still left on the, on the week, the two Monday games and the Tuesday game. But we're going to give you the uh, the first look, the first little peek at waivers. Luckily, we didn't have any major injuries. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and just jump right into this because Kev's, uh, Kev's Kansas City Chiefs are playing right now, and I am thoroughly exhausted. And Kev, I'm just going to jump right into it and uh, talk about the tight ends first because it is gross. There is not too much to talk about. If you're looking for a streaming tight end for Week 14, he's someone who we've talked about a bunch. He's never been at the top of the list for us. But this week, he finally makes it. Talk about him all the time. It is finally his week. The top streaming tight end for me this week is going to be Dalton Schultz. Uh, We've talked about him enough, like I said, so we don't really need to dive into him too much. I will say, though, that he gets the Bengals this week, and they're giving up the fourth most fantasy points per game to tight ends and half PPR scoring. So I really like Schultz this week. Other than that, uh, Cole Komet, um, not a name who's really popped off yet. He had a solid game this week. But over the last three weeks, not counting week 13, so weeks 10, 11, 12, because we don't have the the route and snap numbers for, for week 13 just yet. But from weeks 10 through 12, uh, Komet has actually run 51 routes to Jimmy Graham's 32. And he saw seven targets today, and that actually tied A-Rod for the team lead, and Graham saw one. They get the Texans in week 14, obviously a good matchup there with the Texans. Tyler Eifert, Kev, i got, I got to give you props again because you uh, you said his name two weeks ago was kind of a, uh, a sneaky start kind of guy. And he has not disappointed with uh, with Glennon taking over under center over the past two weeks. Uh, he had three catches and a score the first week that, that you kind of mentioned him. He almost actually had two if he would have been able to bring that second one down. And this week, he actually saw six targets. He caught all those for 45 yards. They get the Titans this week, uh, week 14, rather, obviously a, a good matchup there as well. I think they're giving up the ninth most fantasy points per game to tight ends. And then in Seattle, last week we thought we had a handle on what was going on with the with the with the tight end position. It seemed like Hollister was going to be the preferred passing down back. Well, 
that changed. Uh, not not necessarily changed, but Disley was more involved this week. Uh, last week, Disley had more snaps but fewer targets. This week, Disley saw five targets and Hollister saw four. So it's still a bit of a toss-up in terms of who's really going to be the one to, to separate themselves or if it's just going to be this close going forward. But they do get the Jets in Week 14. Obviously, we know what that secondary is, and that is a whole lot of Swiss cheese. You can basically do whatever you want against that secondary. and They, they, need, to, they need to get themselves right and uh, a matchup against the Jets is, uh, you know, kind of what the doctor ordered at the at the right time here for the Seahawks. They they've kind of been slacking and falling off a little bit. Russ hasn't been cooking as much. And the last one, the guy we've been talking about a bunch. Uh, hopefully, you don't have to reach down this far. Hopefully, one of these uh, the one of the top three guys is available. But Logan Thomas is still there. Uh, you know, not a lot of tar- target. Uh, competition there and he is running a bunch of routes just you know not turning into a lot of uh, a lot of production so kev why don't you go ahead and roll into the quarterbacks for week 14 who are you looking at in terms of streaming options there yeah i think you start off the list with matthew stafford i was surprised that he was as available as he as he is he's uh 55 percent in espn and like 50 percent in yahoo leagues so if you look at him and he finished he finished this week with four and passing yards three touchdowns um he had one interception but they came from behind in a victory over the bears today honestly i didn't really know what to expect from this game because of the fact that you know the bears defense has especially their past defense has been pretty good this year and the fact that they were missing kenny galladay again and deandre swift again like it wasn't looking heading into this week like i felt like staff was kind of a mid-range qb2 however they vastly outperformed that now a couple of news and notes on that. Kenny Galladay actually was practicing today, pregame, getting warmed up and everything. So it sounds like he is really trending towards uh, returning. It sounds like there's a there's a decent shot he could actually return week 14. And this is an offense that, that played much more up-tempo, something that Darren Bevel really stressed. And this next week, they do get Green Bay in a game that should be a back-and-forth affair. So I do like Matthew Stafford as somebody that, that for a streaming option. And then uh, Green Bay is 18th in pass DVOA. They're 24th in run DVOA. So um, I do like Matthew Stafford quite a bit. And if he's out there, he's somebody that I would be looking to add. Um, a couple other ones here, Andy Dalton. Obviously, they have not played yet. They played Tuesday against the Baltimore Ravens. So we will not you know, not really know. But as long as he gets through that game, uh, they get the Bengals defense, which is 26th in pass DVOA, 30th in run DVOA. They've allowed the 15th most fantasy points to quarterbacks and the third most passing touchdowns allowed. So really good matchup for Andy Dalton you know, and all the pass catchers there against Cincinnati. It's a gross game on paper, obviously. But for fantasy purposes, uh, I think there, there's quite a bit to like. Mitchell Trubisky, I put Mitchell Trubisky, and I really should probably read Trubisky slash Nick Foles because I guess there is a chance there was there was after the game that possibly they could turn back to Nick Foles. Sounds like sounds like uh, Matt Nagy is on the hot seat, which he should be. He's a terrible coach. He should already be fired. And and, and GM Ryan Pace are, are is also on the hot seat at this point. But Trubisky didn't really play terribly. He completed twenty six of thirty four passes for two hundred sixty seven yards and a touchdown. He did fumble late. It was a sack fumble. Uh, lost the ball. And that's what cost them the game. The Lions were able to go down and score. But Trubisky gets Houston this week, which is kind of a sexy matchup. We know Houston is also missing Bradley Roby. This is an offense that you certainly can throw upon and run. So uh, Mr. Trubisky, if he gets the start, I think is somebody that you could look at versus Houston. Uh, Drew Locke, who's obviously playing right now against Kansas City, he has about 100 yards and a touchdown. You know, next week they they get they are playing Carolina, who's coming off their bye, or 24th in pass DVOA, 18th in run DVOA. They've allowed the 14th most four points to fantasy quarterbacks. 
and they have the six most uh, passing yards and the 19 or and they've also allowed 19 passing touchdowns, which is only about four less than the top. This is a good matchup again for Drew Locke. We should get Christian McCaffrey back in this game. So this game could actually have a little bit of fireworks here. Uh, it, it is on the road in Carolina as well. So uh, Drew Locke, you know, as long as he makes it through this game, I think makes a little bit of sense. Philip Rivers continues to be on this list and continues to be uh, widely available in most leagues. He isn't sexy, I, I will say that. But he, today he completed 27 of 35 for 285 and two touchdowns. They, they play the Raiders this week. The Raiders are 19th in pass DVOA, 30th in run DVOA. They've allowed the 10th most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Also, it should be noted that Phillip Rivers also gets Houston in week 15. So this is something that you could actually roll with for the next couple of weeks. You would want to abandon ship for the Super Bowl, though, if you have to play Phillip Rivers, because I believe they play Pittsburgh in week 16, and that is not something that you want to be messing around with with Phillip Rivers in that matchup. But for the next two weeks, Phillip Rivers is a very viable option. Lastly, I have J- Jalen Hurts on here. I don't know what the Eagles are going to do. I don't know if they're going to turn back to Carson Wentz after this game. The Carson Wentz just looks lost. Like the man has no confidence whatsoever, whatsoever in himself. It's just a crazy turn of events. I again, another terrible situation. Doug Peterson should be fired. I don't know why he's still even there. He's a terrible coach. Both of these the, these former Chiefs offensive coordinators uh, are both terrible and um, are frauds, to be honest with you. But this offense has been completely run into the ground, and I don't think even with Jalen Hurts, this is. I would have to be pretty desperate. Jalen Hurts, the only, the only upside with him is his ability to get out of the pocket and run. Um, completed five of 12 passes for 100 yards and a touchdown. Also rushed five times for 29 yards. So he does have that going for him. But regardless, New Orleans defense has been absolutely elite um, over really of the last four or five games. And I, I just want no part of that whatsoever. So I, I really wouldn't want to mess with Jalen Hurts. And then Sam Darnold, they are facing Seattle. Seattle's pass defense is not very good. We know this. But, again, you'd have to be kind of desperate to play Sam Darnold. So that's kind of where I come in on on these guys. I think somebody else you could look at, maybe Teddy Bridgewater. But uh, Denver's defense has been really good. Yeah, we're uh, we're rolling here. So I'm just going to – I'm going to keep going. There was a comment from Walido that I uh... – that I do want to get to, but we uh, I don't I don't want to interrupt the uh, the flow. So for the top wide receiver ads for Week 14, the obvious one here, obviously Kiki Cootie, uh, just absolutely blew up today. You know, no uh, no Fuller, no Stills, no problem. Also, we we have to. I think it's time we recognize just how good uh, Deshaun Watson is. The fact that he was able to put up over 300 yards against one of the better defenses. Are, are they as strong as what they showed through the, you know, the first 10 weeks or so? I don't think so, but they're still one of the better, uh, defensive units out there and, you know, going out there and Kiki Cootie, Chad fucking Hansen, who I don't think his name has even been whispered since he, uh, since dynasty rookie drafts, whenever he came out his rookie year. So the fact that he's doing that with, you know, with what they have is, is super impressive. T.Y. Hilton has kind of been coming back on over the past couple of weeks. He has 43.1 fantasy points over the last two weeks versus 61.7 all season leading up to that. Uh, probably not available in 12 team leagues, but I think he's worth a look in 10 team leagues. He's sitting around that like that 40 to 45 percent roster ship. So I do think he is worth a look. You know, may- maybe he was banged up and that's kind of what led to. Uh, you know, him showing a little bit stronger over the past couple of weeks. Some of the guys here to, to mention in tier one, Gabe Davis, Alan Lazard. With, with, with Davis, we know what the, the Bills want to do. They've kind of completely flipped the script from what uh, from what a lot of us thought they were going to be doing on their offense this year. So I, I do think he is worth a look. 
I think whenever we talked about him last time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. He had had 70 yards and a touchdown in two of his past three games. Obviously, they were on bye this week, so he's going to be forgotten about. I think in your 12, 14, 16 team leagues, he's absolutely worth a pickup. He's still widely available. Al Lazard, I did throw in tier one here. One, because I'm a fanboy for the brand. But two, uh, the, the Packers are tied with the Ravens for the second easiest passing schedule from weeks 14 to 16 per sharp football stats. So obviously it's going to be the, the Devontae Adams show. But since Lazard has come back, he has been uh, he has been out targeting and out producing uh, MVS. So I think you can look to him there. And the other names here, we've talked a bunch about Sammy Watkins in tier two. Whenever you're tied to Patty Mahomes, you're you're always going to be worth a mention. Henry Ruggs, I I am not going to pick him up with the intent of playing him, but I do think that he is worth a stash. Maybe he gets more involved over you know over these last couple of weeks. Uh, Ten team leagues, I wouldn't add him, but your your deeper leagues, I I do think he is worth a stash. Like I said, just to see if he can get something going. He hasn't been super involved in this offense, but all it takes is one play. So if you're you know kind of down to the wire in you know during the playoffs and you need that guy who's a little bit more boom bust and has a ceiling. I think Ruggs is worth a stash and a look there. Jalen Rager, Kev was talking about the the quarterback situation. It's it it's really such a such a shame that they can't can't get this guy going. He did have that 34 yard catch down the sideline once Hertz came into the game, but I really don't have too much faith in in anything. But you know, you're always looking for playmakers, and we know we saw what he did on the punt return. Uh, not sure if uh, the majority of you got the points for that or not, but he's worth a look. Anthony uh, Anthony Miller and Mooney here for uh, here for the Bears widely available. They're both kind of splitting time. They're going to be playing from behind a bunch, and we've talked about their schedule throughout the rest of the year. Denzel Mims, Kev was talking about uh, the Jets going up against the 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 Seahawks coming up. He's worth a look, and then if you're super desperate, guys like uh, KJ Hamler and Tim. Patrick, I think, are worth a look. Hamler for his playmaking ability, and Patrick does have a uh, have a touchdown uh, right now in the uh, starting the second half for this game. So, uh, not not a lot to talk about really. It's kind of one of the one of the weaker wide receiver weeks that we've had all season. So, I think we can just uh, keep keep this train of moving, Kevin. Uh, let's see how let's see if we can actually get one of these done in you know under twenty minutes. What do you have to say for the RBs? This week. Well, first we need to go ahead and hit the brakes uh, one second because uh, for the brand, because if you're not going to bring it up, I will. Make sure you you are subscribed to the channel because why? Because oh, yeah. we are doing a major giveaway. We are giving away an Allen Robinson signed jersey on mm. December 27th. Okay, you want to be subscribed. That's all you have to do to get entered to win is be subscribed to the YouTube channel, and we are going to pick a winner. We've also had some internal discussion between the boys, and we are also going to be putting together. Some other gifts. We're going to be maybe giving away some some TFA shirts, swag, some gift cards, whatever we can come up with. We're going to be doing a big giveaway on the 27th. So all you have to do is hit the subscribe button. It's that simple. And we are going to pick winners to win 
a signed Allen Robinson jersey. Thank you to Cody Kutzer who 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 did that. So everybody should thank Cody for uh, for coming through on that. And then the rest of us are going to come through with some other stuff. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel because you're not going to want to miss it. Anyways, let's keep it moving. Running backs. It is super easy this week. I didn't really have to update this graphic this much. It's the same graphic I had last week because it's the same one this week. Cam Akers. Cam Akers. Finally. Yes. yes. Finally. We've been waiting all year. Sean McVay finally decided to turn to his best running back and give him a rock. Carried 21 times for 72 yards, had one receptions, one reception for 22 yards and a touchdown. He carried 21 of 28 uh uh, carries. Uh, he's clearly the lead back after this point. He clearly looks like the best running back they have. And he's still somehow only roster in 35% of leagues. I don't get it. I don't understand Crazy. why. Especially after the, the week he had last week, which wasn't a smash play, but I mean, he still had, what was it? 70 or 80 yards and a touchdown last week. So I, I don't understand why he's still uh, widely available. I know in Yahoo formats, he is only roster. He's rostered in like 55%. So it's a little bit less there, but ESPN people get on the ball. Because Cam Akers deserves to be the number one waiver ad this week. Use the rest of your fab budge on him. Use the use your number one waiver on him because you're running out of time. And with the playoffs starting this week, if you're in the playoffs and you're you're playing week one, you don't have a bye. This is this is a one and done for you. So use Cam Akers uh, this week. They do play the uh, New England Patriots. New England Patriots certainly can be had on the ground. They are 27th in adjusted line yards, 26th in power, seventh in open field. 23rd in second level and 30th in stuff rank. So certainly a defense that you can run a ball or run the football on. So I do like Cam Akers this week, um, even just firing him up in there. I think at the very least he's a solid RB2. Ty Johnson, I went back and forth about putting him on this list, but here I here we are. Uh, 22 attempts, 104 yards, and a touchdown. He also had two receptions for 13 yards. He took over for Frank Gore, who left with a concussion. Of course, this is like the one week I've ever told anybody ever. To ever play Frank Gore, like uh, in one of the star sick questions today. And of course, he goes out with a concussion within like the first drive of the game. <laughs> Regardless of that, um, listen, uh, Seattle uh, is not great. Um, or, excuse me, Seattle is not good in pass defense, but they are really good in run defense. So this is not, that's why I put him in like tier two, because I feel like you'd have to be kind of desperate to play him. Seattle, like I said, is defense that they are a uh, pass funnel. They are 12th in rush TVOA. They're, uh, they're, their defensive line is 8th in adjusted line yards, 14th in power, 6th in open, and 6th in second level rank. They are really good against the run. So this is not a great matchup for Ty Johnson, and it's the Jets. Unless you're desperate, don't play Ty Johnson. For the rest of them, Le'Veon Bell, I was surprised. He's actually rostered in only 60% of leagues. People haven't been watching. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire basically is sick. He is active, but it looks like he's pretty much not going to play. They don't need him to play. Benny Snell, uh, I think I think after this week, he's probably going to go back to the uh, the bench because James Conner, I would assume, should be back after this week, after tomorrow, because it doesn't sound like James Conner is going to play this week. Alexander Madison, Tony Pollard, Tavius Murray, Jamal Williams, same thing we've been talking about. They're available. Put them on your team because if somebody goes down, you're starting them. You're, you're, it's an automatic start. The secondary guys, you have to be pretty desperate in certain leagues. League ties with Boston Scott, Carlos Hyde. Wilkins, Ito Smith, McFarland, Adams, Sonny Michelle, Jerry McNichols, Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris, I can't believe he's even on this list. Uh, but I threw him on there. Just what the hell if, if something were to happen to uh, Wayne Gallman? Who Wayne Gallman? Another hundred yard game today. So Wayne Gallman just coming through week, week in and week out. But regardless of that, really to me, it's Cam Akers this week. If Le'Veon Bell's out there, one of these other guys that's in this tier two, I would add them. But Ty Johnson, don't go crazy. Please do not waste the fab budget. Please do not waste the number one waiver priority on Ty Johnson. 
That's all I'm going to say about that. If you have uh, if you have Fab left, is 100 of that going to Cam Akers this week? I probably would. I would probably allocate a lot. It really would depend on what you have. If you're stacked at running back and you don't necessarily need him, or if your opponent that you're playing in the playoffs is is a little bit weak at running back, it would be a smart move and it would behoove you to adding someone like Cam Akers to block somebody else from getting him. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, he is the the clear add. Uh, we we had some Kiki love in the in the chat earlier coming from Ash and Roberto. Uh, definitely, you know the the top priority wide receiver. I believe, like I said, with with. Watson doing what he has done with this group of wide receivers is uh, is super impressive, and, and it's kind of something I was looking forward to this year to see how he would function without a true alpha and D Hop, and he is uh, he's done nothing but no, nothing but impress. Uh, Walido in here just just throwing straight up shade at you, Kev. Said he lost his matchup because of you asking you how the when smash. Would First of all, I would I would say it again. I, I I would tell you to play Miles Sanders over David Montgomery every fucking day of the week. I don't give a shit if, if that if that didn't come through. I ain't gonna get everything fucking right. And again, I would tell you the same thing, knowing the results to play Miles Sanders over David Montgomery in a fucking heartbeat. Uh, any love for Jordan Howard? Roberto asking if uh, he could no. be a good secondary no. ad. Mm-mm. No. Well, there it is. There you have it. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and uh, and get out of here on that note. Try and wrap this up. You know, we we're just hitting the twenty minute mark again. Kev mentioned in the in the middle of the show, or I guess toward the end here. Make sure you're subscribed so you can get in on this sweet sweet Allen Robinson goodness. And then also, um, if if you want to be, uh, you know, involved in the in the giveaways, make sure that you like drop a comment that just says like Jersey A Rob. Something so we can so we can track this that way we're not going through and just giving it away to you know the the seven where 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 are we at now seven hundred and fifty subs I think we want to make sure that one of the people who are actually rocking with us engaging with us we want to make sure that one of you guys are able to get it and not someone who just uh, you know happened to come across our content back in you know June or something so make sure you're subscribed give us a like follow us you know across all social platforms you can follow me on Twitter at cclusterff you can follow Kev on Twitter. At Fantasy Rat 13. Like I said, make sure you subscribe and just drop a comment, and uh, we'll be talking to you guys soon. Hope you have a good rest of the week 13, and I uh, think that'll about do it. Bye. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs>
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.